Church is supposed to be a safe place, a place where you can be vulnerable, be yourself. It's supposed to be a place where you fellowship with people just like yourself and learn more about God. But sadly, church is also a place where you can get your feelings hurt and the hurt runs deep. And so it's in this episode that we're talking about church hurt and we're talking about how to manage it as God would want you to. So don't be discouraged because like all things, God has an answer just for you. So join me today. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change. Pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself. Pray. Stop grumbling. Pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Woman Pray Podcast. I'm so thankful for your presence today. We've had 19 episodes so far, and today marks the 20th. So I'm celebrating because I am fulfilling a mandate, but I want to encourage you to help me by subscribing. If you're not following this channel regularly, please do. But even more than that, I'd like to hear from you. So please make comments. I'd like to hear how we're blessed you. And if there's anything that I can add to something that's already been said, I'd like to do that. So with that all in mind, I just want to praise God with you together in appreciating God's presence. As we were in Baltimore, Maryland this past week, God showed himself strong. There were revelations of what it looks like to pray effectively. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's talking about life change. So that you can pray effectively. And so with that in mind, we're talking about church hurt today. You see, church is supposed to be a safe place, a place where all of us can come together and just be ourselves, be welcomed and received, a place where we can laugh as well as learn. It's supposed to be a place where we can fellowship with others just like ourselves, whether in the same age demographic or with the same hunger for God or just the same experience that we've had, but we're supposed to be able to come to church and fellowship with one another in community. But it's also supposed to be the place where we learn more about God, not just in precept where we have a pastor or leader who's teaching from the stage or platform, but also when we have a pastor or a leader who's living an example before us that we can all respect. And that's where church hurt can begin. When our experiences or our expectations are just not met. It's when we're disappointed by someone that we we really respected. Bottom line, when church people act unchurch-like, church hurt is going to happen. Sometimes it's so painful that we're we're just not interested in going back to church or going back to that church, while at other times we just steal ourselves so that we will not allow that kind of pain again. 
Well, I do believe that God has an answer for us and it's not to run away as much as we would like to do that. Church hurt comes, but it's not an opportunity to run. It's a chance for us to do something better. And most of us, we want to run. We want to distance ourselves from the church, distance ourselves from church people. But Jesus said that the church is for the sick. It's not for the well. And I understand it. Like I get it that when I go to the hospital, doctors aren't usually the sick ones. And, and the same should be true when you go to church where the leaders shouldn't be the sick ones. But yet we have so many leaders who are still working out their salvation just as they preach to us. They're still working it out. And if we're not careful, we'll be disappointed because they're working it out and they're standards are far lower than we expected. We just don't expect them to struggle. But here's the thing. While we may not expect them to struggle in the elementary teachings of Christ, the scriptures are still true that we are not as people, as Christians, supposed to put our trust in men who have but breath in their nostrils. The scripture tells us of what account is he or she. Our focus and our attention should always be on the living God. He is the only one who does not fail. And he calls people into various positions to serve in the church, but yet he's still working in their lives. He's still pruning, he's still refining them. And so while it's easy to put our trust in people, our goal should always be to keep our focus on our Father so that we are living a life of standard, so that we are living integrous before the Lord, so that we are living circumspect before our God. And then God himself will show himself strong by presenting leaders in particular in a way where we can learn from them. We can learn from their strengths but we can also learn from their weaknesses. And so I wanna encourage you that when you're thinking about your church hurt because a leader does not meet the standard that you've seen in scripture or the standard that you just assume that they would have, don't run. That's not the time to run, but I'll encourage you in what God told me when I had a church hurt. My church hurt was enough for me to say to the father in prayer, you know what, Lord, I believe you and I will trust you, but I don't think I want to go back to church. I won't go back to the institution, the building of the church. And I heard the Lord say very softly in my ear, but Quinn, those are my people. And so he asked me to go back to the church, but here's what he asked me to do. He asked me to go back to the church and to be the example that I could not find. The disappointment that I experienced, I don't think is one where I'm alone. I'm sure that plenty of us have experienced disappointment on various levels that it was enough for us to say, I've had enough. But that's not the answer from the eyes of God. God wants us to keep our trust in him, but we are following those who follow him. So when you're going to church, you will be disappointed because we're just people, all of us, and we all have failings. 
but that's our opportunity to grow. Jeremiah says, cursed is the man who puts his trust in a man. And so our goal is to keep our trust in God so that we may always live in the blessing. The second thing that we do when there's church hurt is we sometimes idealize another space. In other words, we give regard to something else as perfect, whereas this is not. But the reality is that's just a lie. The grass is not greener somewhere else. You cannot dismiss what you can't dismiss the fact that wherever you go, people are going to be there. And if people are going to be there, disappointment is going to happen. And so if that's the case, our goal is not to run around from church to church to find the perfect space. Our goal should be to see how we can stay planted in the house that we're in and truly flourish because that's the promise. Psalm 92 says those that are planted in the house of the Lord, they are the ones who will flourish like a green leaf. And so when you're uh, uprooting yourself every time you're disappointed, uprooting yourself, uprooting yourself. Well, you'll never be established. You'll always, you'll always kind of uh, go from place to place and you'll feel like you're growing when in fact you're really stunted in growth. I'll be honest with you. Some of the places where I've learned the most have been in those hard spaces. I didn't always learn and I didn't always grow up when things were a celebration, when it was just high praise and hallelujah all around, when everyone was smiling. Those were encouraging moments, but some of the most impactful lessons that I've had in my life in Christ have happened when it was hard, when I didn't like what I saw, when I read the scriptures and I saw behavior that contradicted it. Those were the spaces where I grew the most and I remained planted. I have flourished. I've flourished like a green leaf. So I'm not some weakling, but I am the tree that's planted by the rivers of living water. And I am bearing fruit because regardless of what others have chosen to do, my eyes are fixed on my father so I can honor him even when others are choosing not to. And when I do that with my father, my father then comes and he blesses me. He endorses me and he will do the same for you. So I encourage you, don't idealize another church or another space like, oh, that's why I don't go to church. I'll just stick with my, my ball games or I just stick with my, my social networks. No, you need the church because the church is where God has established for his children to come together and truly flourish. Another thing that people do when there's been church hurt is they somehow adopt a hazing mentality, if you will. If you know anything about hazing, it's when a person has been mistreated and after they've gone through it and, and maybe someone new comes to their circle, then they respond the same way that they receive like that treatment that they receive they then treat another person the same way but when you're hurt it's easy to act like the very thing that hurt your heart and act like that towards others but that's immaturity that's not the will of god for your life if your experience in church has been less than christ-like then i want to encourage you to choose to remain to choose 
to grow, but also to choose to be different from those that you, uh, that you were hurt by. In other words, give the smile that you never received. Start the conversation that you felt like no one had with you. Be an example that you couldn't find too. Like be an example, the scripture says, in your life, in your love, in your faith, in your speech, and in your purity. Be the example. Honor God because you're choosing him. And because you've chosen him, you're going to his house and you're choosing to be an example regardless of how old you are. And I am very sure that our God will honor you, that he will be the healer of your broken heart. And he'll give you the kind of direction where he validates you. He bears witness to who he's made you. And you'll not just flourish like a green leaf, but you'll be a so established in him that others will draw near to you. And you're trying to figure out why are you coming to me for advice or for wisdom? Why are you coming to me? Because everyone wants to know that there is someone who loves God. There is someone who lives with standard and there is someone who fears him enough, fears him enough to make the kinds of sacrifices for another. So let me encourage you today that if you've had church hurt, don't fall apart, don't run away, but be an example for someone else. Don't haze another person, but love them. Love them the way the, the scriptures call us to. And I know our Father will take care of you completely. Father, we thank you so much for being with us always, even until the end of time, that even when we experience challenges in our churches, even when we experience disappointment, we look to you to be the rock that is higher than all of our experiences, that you, Father, would heal our broken hearts so that we're not standing afar off, but we are drawing near. We're drawing near to you as the good, good shepherd, as the bishop for our soul, that we're not putting our trust in men, but Lord, we're putting our trust in you and that you would cause us to flourish like a green leaf, that you would cause us to bear fruit, even when it's difficult, that you would cause us to grow in the grace and knowledge of your son, Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father, for being with each one of us and for your grace that's sufficient, for your mercy that endures forever, and for your hand that's upon us to lead us and guide us even during these hard spaces. I trust you, Lord, with each one of our lives, and I thank you for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name, help us, Father. Amen. God bless you. I hope that this has encouraged you even just a little bit. Find a church where you are growing spiritually. And if you are growing spiritually, it's enough. And if you can grow spiritually and develop community, in other words, you're able to fellowship with other people, that's even better. It doesn't mean that everyone's going to agree with you or you're going to have the same viewpoint on things, but it is an opportunity to grow. And so I challenge you, grow. Now, let me just say a word about Woman Pray. We're preparing to come out again in uh, 2023. 
the details are coming forth. I could say more, but I won't. I just want to encourage you to stay tuned because we're going to be in a city near you. And I want to encourage you to make sure you join us. I know God is going to bless you because he's faithful like that. God bless you. And we'll see you next time on the Woman Pray podcast.